0: Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. Today I'm going to be talking about naming your podcast. Oh, what a responsibility that is. Of course, if you decide halfway through your show that you want to change the name, nobody's going to die or go to jail, the consequences aren't going to be that dire, but it will be darn confusing. So ideally, you are going to pick a show name that is going to not only give your audience or your potential audience an idea of the tone and the vibe of your show, but also explain a little bit about what it's about. And be something that you'll be happy to tell people for a long time to come, not sort of say for a week and then think, oh, this is a crappy title. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of things to think about. So I'm going to take you through a few ways that you can come up with a great idea and also encourage you to take time to sit with your idea. I don't think enough people during the idea generation process Marinade long enough on their ideas. Sometimes an idea you have today, in two weeks you will think, Ugh, well that stinks. So you want to make sure that you leave a bit of time for something to really sit with you so you can work out, is this the right show name for me? First up, why is a show name so important? Well, if you think about going in and buying a book or getting one from the library, I've talked before on this show about the importance of your cover art because as much as we try and say that we're not, we are fickle creatures who do judge a book by its cover. And that podcast artwork is going to be the first thing that catches people's eye. The second thing is your podcast title. So if you think about it like a book, if you've seen a cover that you really like, the next thing you're going to do is look at the title of that book and see if it speaks to you. And this is where it's really important to try and shove as much as you possibly can into a very small amount of words. So you want to try and get some kind of essence of your show into that podcast title, which can be tough. Basically, you want people coming along to really understand from the combination of the title and your podcast description. So remember, it's not like you've just got these five words to play with. You also do have the description as well. You want people to get a sense of whether this show is for them. You also want them to understand what they're going to get out of it and whether they want to give it a try. So there's a lot of different approaches approaches that you can take and I'll take you through a few of them and also give you my tips on the best way to go about it. The first thing to think about is do you have an existing brand? If you are starting this podcast as an extension of something you already do, so it's not just popping out of nowhere, then it is probably best to line that podcast name up with the brand that you currently have. A good example is this show right here. I had my online podcasting course, PodSchool, so it made sense that my podcasting tips podcast would be also called PodSchool. Of course, for SEO purposes and shoving keywords in everywhere, as everybody likes to do, it probably would have made sense to be the podcasting tips podcast or the podcast show or something. Something like that, but it doesn't really have much sparkle, that kind of stuff. And I also think there are plenty of other places for you to help your podcast out in terms of SEO that you don't necessarily have to have your keyword in the title. I would argue it's always best if you've got a brand already to line it up with that brand and keep it underneath that umbrella because you want to link those two things together. You want people who check out your podcast and start searching things to actually find the business or the the blog or the website that that show fits under. So think about that first. If you are coming at this with an existing brand, whether you want to align the name of the show with that brand. Now you might not, and that's totally fine, but it sometimes makes things a lot easier if you just go with what you've already got. I mentioned their SEO, which everybody is always banging on about. And of course, iTunes is a search engine. So people do go in there and search for certain terms and certain types of shows according to keywords. And if you've got your keywords in your title, then you're probably going to show up for that. So it's a bit of a trade-off with this. As I mentioned before, there are other ways that you can optimize your show for search. So you don't necessarily have to put a keyword in the title. I would always advise that you want To come up with a title that is going to excite your audience. So, for example, my interview show, You've Gotta Start Somewhere, I could have named that the Celebrity Interview Show or Celebrity Interviews with Rachel. That's not terribly engaging or interesting. Something like You've Gotta Start Somewhere is an idiom that people know, people say, you kind of get a sense of what that is from the beginning. It doesn't necessarily give away what the show is about, and some people might argue that that's a problem, but I actually think that having a show name that's kind of interesting is better than just having a name where it does what it says on the box. You've also got to remember that when you're setting up your podcast, you're going to be choosing categories for that podcast. So that can sometimes do some of the heavy lifting for you that the keywords that you shove into your title might do. So for example, if your podcast is a business podcast, that's obviously going to be in the business category. So people who are looking for business podcasts are going to be searching the business category. And that means that you probably don't need to have business in the title of your show. So think about that as well. Sometimes you can actually do the work of a keyword by using the appropriate categories. When you get started, just like with any idea that you have, it is always great to get out the butcher's paper or a bit of A4 paper and a pen, go on at old school and just scroll down as many ideas as you possibly can think of. If you just have a stream of consciousness brainstorming session and put everything down, you don't know what you are going to find in the midst of what comes out of your brain that might then lead onto inspiration for something else. If you pick a few ideas, In that process, that you like, sit with them, let them. Soak in, work out whether they actually are a show name that you like in the long term. Give yourself a couple of weeks, tell some people whose opinion you respect and see what their reaction is to the name. And also sense how proud you are to tell people the name because if you come up with a good idea that you really like, you will get that feeling of, oh, I'm excited, I really like it, I want to tell people. If you're a bit unsure and wary, when you start to tell people whose uh, opinion you respect, if you get that feeling that you like, like, oh, I'm not sure about this idea, then that's probably a good indication that you haven't quite nailed it yet. The other thing, when you tell people about the show name, ask them before you tell them what the show is about, what they think it's about, and see if that show title is giving away the essence of what the show is about. You want it to be pretty obvious, if at all possible, when somebody is coming to your show for the first time ever, for them to get some kind of vague concept or the exact concept, from the title of your show. If somebody comes back at you and says something pretty close to what your show's about. That's fantastic. If they get a vague idea, like for example, with You've Got to Start Somewhere, friends of mine were saying, oh, it's about how you get started in your career. And I'm like, yeah, it pretty much is. It's just that that career happens to be media. So tell people that you care about, see what their response is, but also take note about your feelings about telling people and how proud of that name you feel, because you want to make sure that you've got a name you want to shout from the rooftop. So it has to be clever enough for you to feel like this is something that you want to market and push out there because ultimately you have to do your own personal marketing for your show and make sure that you get it into people's ears. So that feeling is very important in the process of coming up with the right title. The other thing that can often steer you away from the ideas that you love is whether the domain is available. It is always a good idea to have a website for your podcast so that you can have a place to house your show notes pages. Your show notes pages, I have an episode on this in the podcast that you can find just by typing show notes into the search bar at podschoolpodcast.com. Your show notes are where your audience will find additional information. If they want to find out anything more about what you talked about in your episode, it's also the place that you'll put all the links that they need to find. It's where they can find out about other things that you do, but it's also very helpful for SEO. That, if you have got your show notes optimized in the right way can be the way that people find your podcast if they're Googling for something in your specific niche or alternatively they're Googling guests that you have on your podcast. It's very possible if you have done all of the right stuff for the SEO juice that your show will pop up in that Google search. So having a website for your show is important and obviously it's a good idea if that website name can match up to the name of the podcast. Of course an easy way to get around this is to just put podcast at the end of the URL.com or .com.au. And often that can actually lead to finding a domain that you can use. But ideally, for example, with you've got to start somewhere, I have the website, you've got to start somewhere.com. So it becomes much easier to push people to that uh, if you want them to find your show notes and also helps people come in that way through search. So check out if your domain is available. And if not, it might be really annoying because I've had plenty of ideas where I've thought, ah, damn it, somebody else has beat me to it. But sometimes that can be a good thing and maybe it's not the right idea for you and it steers you in a different direction. One of the research tools that I use a lot, no matter what creative idea I'm coming up with, if I need to come up with a title, I will often look at idiom websites and synonyms so a thesaurus. Often if you look at the keywords that you will be searching and you type those into say thesaurus.com it will come up with a bunch of different ways of describing that keyword that then can lead to ideas that might give you something creative to work with that isn't just the straight use of the keyword. So sometimes if you type in other words and you find synonyms, that can be really helpful just to get your creative juices flowing. The other thing that's useful is idioms. So sometimes if you go to an idiom website, uh, or you just type in say career idioms, it'll come up with a bunch of phrases that people use regularly that you could maybe play on that might make a good show title. So you've got to start somewhere is an example of that. That's idiom. That's a phrase that a lot of people use. So that Explains in some way what my show is about. It's about celebrities who started in the business and how they started and where they started, and gives people an indication that you just have to start somewhere to get to a really successful media career. So, that idiom really spoke to me, and that was the one that I went with for the show. So, sometimes you might not choose the actual phrase or the synonym, but it can get those juices flowing and get you thinking sort of a bit laterally or thinking a little step away just from the keyword that applies to your show. The other source of inspiration that can be useful is Amazon. Amazon is a great search engine. If you type your keywords into Amazon, it will throw up a bunch of books usually on the topic and looking through other people's titles, even searching in your niche For other podcasts that cover stuff that you're going to cover can be great to just start you thinking about what's already out there and what you like and what you don't like. Please do not be a copycat. Don't just take somebody's idea and steal it. This is really just so you can look at what other people are doing and get a sense of, oh, I like that. Why do I like that? What do I like about that? And sort of taking the little elements of what you like and also avoiding the stuff that you don't. Actually seeing what other people are doing and how that makes you feel puts you in the space of your audience and makes you understand more where they'll be coming at when they come across your show title. So those kind of things can be really great research tools just to help you throw a few more ideas into the basket when you're coming up with your name. Tone is also important. Sometimes it's a little hard when you're thinking of a show name that's three to five words to come up with anything tony. But I'll give you a few examples to show you what I mean. If at all possible, you want to try and get a little bit of tone, a little bit of sparkle into the title of your show. So, for example, something like This American Life. That show could easily have been titled American Stories or Stories of America, but instead This American Life does what it says on the box, but in a more creative way. So there's a little bit of tone in that title rather than it just being descriptive. Startup by Gimlet is another example that could have easily been the Startup podcast, but just Startup is a little bit more punchy and has a tiny bit more tone. There's another example of an Australian podcast, The Teacher's Pet. That's a phrase that a lot of people will know and it's an interesting use of that phrase because the way that we use that phrase is very different to the dark tone of the podcast. So actually that title has a lot of layers in it and makes it really interesting once you know the essence of the story. So try and be a little creative if you can with the title of your show and just think about whether you can make it a little bit punchier than just describing something in your title. I hope that's helped you think a bit more creatively and strategically about coming up with the right podcast title for your show. As always, the notes from this episode will be at podschoolpodcast.com. Just type title into the search bar and they'll pop up. If you are finding this show useful, as always, I do kindly ask that you share it with anybody who needs help with their podcast or just leave a rating or review in iTunes or wherever you listen to the show. I'll see you next week. And until then, happy podcast.